Hello again and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with RJ. If this is your first time listening, please don't forget to like and subscribe and follow so you know exactly when we release brand new episodes. Today we're going to talk about something a little a little difficult to discuss. Because in the wake of the recent shooting at a school in Texas uh, by a person named Sal, uh, Salvador Ramos, he killed 19 students, defenseless, defenseless children, and two teachers. And it's really unfortunate. Like, unfortunate is a very large understatement. It's very unfortunate that so many politicians have taken this situation to discuss, again, gun control. Now, a lot of people were like, yes, yes, finally, we need gun control. No. I would, in this episode, I'm going to hope to expand your understanding of what gun control actually is. Maybe, maybe also I'll be able to help see, help you see that you have been brainwashed to a degree. I'm not saying completely, but to a degree, you have been brainwashed. Let's Let's just do a real quick check. Do you use the words assault weapons or assault rifles? Have you caught yourself using those words? If you have, chances are you're brainwashed to some degree. Let's go over that. What is an assault rifle? What's an assault weapon? There's no category that exists that identifies as assault weapons when you're talking to people who really know about guns. The people that are trying to make laws against guns really don't know. We've 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 caught politicians again and again and again talking about, oh, I've seen an AR-15. That thing's as heavy as a bunch of boxes and it shoots a 50 cal bullet. It does not. These people have no idea what guns really are. They have no idea what they classify as or what caliber around is. They don't know anything about these guns. Yet your people are entrusting them to make laws about guns when they don't really even know what guns are like they 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 know the overall yeah it's a thing that goes bang and and you squeeze the trigger and it it explodes and a bullet comes out that's about all they know but they don't know the details that make a gun what it is or what category it falls in they don't know that now people are probably like i don't care a gun's a gun you know why do i need to why does that matter to me a gun's a gun guns are bad well maybe i can relate it would you want a doctor that doesn't know anything about cutting you open be the person that cuts you open? That would be a pretty big effect on your life, right? It'll affect you pretty largely, right? You would assume that a person who's going to be doing surgery on you knows how to do surgery on you and knows your body, knows about the human body enough to where they can confidently cut you open and do the correction, corrective procedures they do need, they need to do. So that should also apply when you're talking about gun laws. Now, let me just give you a reality check. I don't care how strict gun laws will become. Two things you can count on. They can make the most strict gun laws. Two things you can count on to take. You can take this to the bank. One, the people making the laws are always going to be protected by people who have machine guns. They're always going to be protected by people who have guns. 
rule number two that you can also take as factual the people that don't care about the laws are going to have guns the people that want to break into your home and assault you and tie you up and burn your family while you're alive do horrible things to you guys the ones that want to rob you on the streets they're going to have guns regardless of the consequences they don't care so who's going to be affected by this you all the law-abiding citizens out there trying to just protect their families and put food on the table you guys are not entitled to the same protection that the politicians are you know uh, um are using for themselves why does that matter well they're taking away your right to be able to protect your family they're taking away your ability to stop somebody from breaking into your home and killing you guys oh well you know the laws are so strict about guns so i'm not going to get a gun um it's so hard to get a gun now because the government added all these extra things in so the only people that need to have guns are are uh, police officers in the military that's it nobody else needs to have guns well okay then let's take that same logic and let's take it a step further in that instance there should be no need for fire extinguishers oh that's a big difference you know people are killing each other with fire extinguishers no when you put guns in the hands of only cops and only the military and of course the people protecting the politicians of the world you're you're not eliminating crime you're just telling them that they're the only ones who have the authority to protect other people and stop crime they're the only ones which means everyone else should take away their fire extinguishers put them away and turn them into the government because the only ones who should be able to fight a fire are firefighters so if your car is burning and your baby's in it, you should not be able to use the fire extinguisher because you're not a firefighter. That sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? That's as ridiculous as telling the police who are severely understaffed. I don't care where you are. Cops are understaffed. There's so much crime out there. And one of the biggest reasons why there's so much crime is because our level of education has plummeted. Our kids are getting dumber and dumber and dumber and there's no standard in schools they're taking out the the, the high school or the, excuse me they've already taken out the high school exit exam which actually proves whether or not you have learned what you're expected to learn in school so kids don't have any standard now they're just pushing kids through schools kids are getting dumber they're tech smart but street stupid and they're getting dumber and dumber on learning basic things things you can ask any average american back when you know back in who were raised in the 80s the 70s 60s etc you ask those average americans they can answer those questions but now you ask the average uh, child these days the average high school student or elementary school student they don't know any of that stuff because they're so busy focusing on whether they want to identify as gender fluid or gender neutral or gender masculine or all these other categories that they keep coming up with just so that they could be unique only to find out oh crap that's not unique. Other people have fallen in, so I got to create a new one. People are coming at you with these weird ideas because they're using your fear. When I was in the Marine Corps, the definition of terrorism that we were given was any organization or group who uses fear, or excuse me, who inflicts fear 
and terror to achieve their own political or religious views. Why does it seem like politicians running this country are often equivocated to terrorists, if you look at that definition? Because every time someone goes out and shoots somebody, they go, we need to exercise gun control. We need to do gun control right now. Well, apparently the rest of the United States isn't with them. The rest of the United States, the majority of the United States is like, no, this is our second amendment to protect us from a tyrannical government. Why do you have the right to be protected by gun-toting individuals who are specially trained that I'm paying for with my tax dollars, yet I don't have the right to protect my own kids? I can't protect my wife. I can't protect my family. You're taking that away from me because I'm not entitled to the same protection as you. When the pandemic happened, you saw politicians left and right getting, getting vaxxed. You saw them. They did publicity stunts to make sure everyone saw them. Everybody was getting that thing. Everyone was getting that poke. Because if something's so deadly, it should apply across the, the road, right? Or across the board, right? So if if there's a, 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 bio, um, a biohazard that comes out that is so dangerous that anyone who touches it will die instantaneously, I guarantee you, you will not see any politicians putting out a double standard to, to touch it. No one's going to touch it. Like, I'm not trying to die. It's not going to be okay for me to touch it and you not to. No, no one touches it. So if guns are really that bad and they really want to eliminate them, that means that the politicians should not be protected by guns, right? If you want to be right, if you want to be accurate, if you want to be across the board, if politicians have the right to have people protect their lives, then what father or mother should not have the right to protect their children? Additionally, all those people who've committed crimes, every person that commits a crime in the United States, every they, if they uh, commit other crimes, they have the right, again, to remain silent. That doesn't get taken from them. They have that right every time. They have the right to due, press, due process, even though often that right is infringed upon. Uh, they lot, People are often are caught lying and planning evidence and uh, hiding evidence and, you know, different things like that. But you still have appeals courts. You still have the right to due process. You have your rights instilled. If I were to kill somebody with a car, that's vehicular manslaughter. Once I get off parole or probation, because, you know, I'm probably going to do about like seven years, maybe 10 max. I'll get out of prison or out of jail. And then I, you know, do some courses. I stay away from cars for a little bit. But once they get off, guess what? I get to go driving again. I get my license back. I can go ahead and travel again. I can drive. I, <laughs> and I possibly can get hired on as a, as a public, like a, a personal driver if a company's willing to hire me. But why is it that if you commit any crimes, any crime, misdemeanor as well, misdemeanor can take away your firearm license or your ability to carry. Why is it that you never get your second amendment back? Now I can understand if I stuck up a, a, a bank or a store or I robbed somebody or I, I committed a crime with a firearm and they're denying me the ability to carry a firearm. I get that. It makes sense because you committed a crime with the firearm. You're likely to commit a crime with the firearm again. 
But what about all those other crimes, DUIs and all these other crimes out there that had nothing to do with the firearm? How come you don't get your right to a, a critical constitutional right that said, and I quote, shall not be infringed upon? Why is it that you never get your right to bear arms again, even if you never committed a crime with the firearm? That's just one step toward disarming the United States. Do you really want the only people with guns to be the ones telling you what you need to do? We are so divided amongst ourselves in the United States, unfortunately, that we're fighting ourselves rather than the politicians who actually, if you look at the law, they work for us. That's why they kiss our butts on election times. They kiss our butt telling us everything we want to hear because we give them their power. If we were focused and united for one day and said, guess what? I am so sick and tired of you filibustering and doing all this political stuff for power. You have one week to get our gas down below $3. You have one week to do that. You have one week to lower the unemployment rate in this country. You have one week to stop screwing around with unnecessary spending and put spending where it needs to be. You have one week to straighten out our schooling system so that our kids are not growing up to be boneheads that are gonna end up getting arrested and put in private prisons that you get stock for. Go look, go look at these private corporations that are prisons, that are, are prisons for hire. Go look at those and see how many politicians sit on the boards or how many politicians collect stocks from those places. If I was the, uh, if I was a butcher by trade, if I, if I owned a slaughterhouse, why in the world would I donate money to PETA, the people for the, uh, the ethical treatment of animals? Why would I donate to them? They're trying to stop me from putting food on my table my way. So if the government makes so much money, especially the state of California, which has the most, has the largest prison population of any state, it also has more people on parole, probation, or in prison, or in jail than any other state in most parts of the country, or in most parts of the world. Why would they really want to rehabilitate anybody? That's their cash cow. They make so much money off of incarceration and the medical, uh, the medical field. Why would they want to actually heal people? Why would they actually want to fully heal people with no symptoms? That's a lost client. Why would they want to fully rehabilitate somebody that's lost income for the state? Think about that. And going back again, people are using the word assault rifles, assault weapons. What does that even mean? It's a weapon that you use to assault somebody. That can be a bat. If you really want to use that definition, it could be a bat. It can be your hands. It can be a knife, which actually there are more knife crimes out there than gun crimes. Fewer people are killed by rifles and pistols. This is what they're going to do. Or this is what they're trying to do. We're going to ban assault rifles. Okay. Which actually have the lowest amount of crime incidents happening. They're going to take away the rifles, which are your long distance engagement weapons. What does that mean? That means let's say the government became tyrannical. They got some, they got really good defense. They got really good uh, people on their, on their team. But you see them about five football fields away from them your weapon the rifle that you're carrying can reach that and you know that this is a critical target and if you don't take out that target a lot of people are going to die 
but you can't get close enough to him to actually stab him with a knife or anything like that. So what you do is from that five football fields away, 500 yards or 500 meters, you squeeze your trigger and shoot that person and execute that target and save thousands, if not millions of lives. They don't want you to be able to do that because pistols can't shoot that far. Pistols shoot very, very close. So they want to take away all rifles first so you can't shoot from a distance while they carry those same exact rifles to shoot you from a distance. Then, when they say, oh, crap, crime hasn't lowered. You know, this uh, we thought that taking assault, assault rifles is going to actually stop all the gun violence, but it's not. It's actually still stabilizing. It's still going worse. So now we're going to make all guns illegal. You can't carry any firearms at all. What does that do? That makes you vulnerable. One of the biggest reasons why other countries cannot attack America and invade America is because we're the most armed we're the most armed population in the world. More Americans own guns than any other uh, uh, population in the world. Yeah. So they, the, those other countries know that if they were to try to invade us, they don't have to just answer to our elite military. They're going to have to answer to a bunch of American patriots who are not going down without a fight. Facts. So, what happens? Let's go ahead and disarm America. What does that do? That makes us vulnerable not only to the control of these corrupt politicians, but also it makes us sitting ducks for any country who's had their eyes on American soil for the longest time. We won't be able to defend ourselves. We'll be sitting there just waiting for them to, to invade and hoping that we can throw rocks at them and make bows and arrows while they're shooting at us with missiles because we're not allowed to have a, a quote-unquote assault rifles. That's not a real thing. That's something these politicians have made up. Now, if you really want to see the truth of whether or not they made it up, listen to how they talk. Listen to the same wording that they repeat. There's certain words that they use repeatedly to talk to your subconscious to get you to think this is a real thing. Now, this happened in Texas. Texas is a gun-toting state. They love their Second Amendment. But this kid, Salvador, he actually knew where he was. He knew that the likelihood of if he were to go into a bank or a store or any place else, he'd probably get shot before he could pop off around. So he went to a very vulnerable place to shoot and execute all these helpless children. That's what gun control actually will result in. People who don't care about the laws getting their hands on guns and shooting all those other good citizens who are obeying the law. So yeah, go ahead. Go for the whole assault rifle fear tactics that they're using. Fall for that, go ahead. And then when someone kicks in your house or kicks in your front door and then assaults your whole family, you only have yourself to blame because you have a Second Amendment right that you gave away. But if we stand up and fight for that Second Amendment, people, I'm telling you, people aren't going to be breaking into houses. If, 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 every, if they knew that everyone in that state carried, they're not breaking into your house. It's too dangerous. Like, I'm not breaking into somebody's house. He's got guns. That dude's known to carry guns. You see those signs of people that have those signs that forget the dog, beware of owner, and there's a gun 
on right there pointed at you like in the image those people don't have their houses broken into like that because everybody else gets the picture this person's loaded he's got he's, he or she is carrying people don't just go up to uh motorcycle club uh members and you know try to rob them because they have a reputation of being armed if you see somebody from the mongols or the hell's angels or any of those other uh, motorcycle clubs that you know often can have uh, uh who are known to not walk away from a fight those individuals it's very it's not surprising that they don't carry or it's not surprising that they carry like if somebody were to pull out a, a weapon it wouldn't surprise you those guys are ready for whatever people don't mess with them unless you got death wish or you're trying to take their territory there's a reason for that people don't go you know people don't go down it you know if you're going down to Can cancun or mexico or or any other place if you're you know touring out there you're not going to go to the cartel owned areas and say i'm going to go tell those guys what i think no why because they're going to cut you in pieces every celebrity that's gone up there and try to speak bad about the cartels has ended up paying for it so you don't do it for a reason so the reason why they're going out there and talking about gun control is because they're trying to use your fear to manipulate you. If you really want to lower gun crimes, if you really want to lower the amount of crimes happening as a result of gun violence, the only answer is to arm more people. I know that's not probably what you want to hear, but it's the truth. Consider the whole population of the United States military. All those guys have access to firearms. How often do you hear about friendly fire? It's very rare. In comparison to the totality of individuals in the military, friendly fire, which is an American soldier or Marine or airman or, or sailor actually firing upon his own people or her own people, it's extraordinarily rare. If you look at the whole culture of the military and like take the last 10 years of all the members that have come and gone and all the branches of services, Friendly fire is exceptionally small in comparison with how many members there are in the military. Why? Because every member in the military is programmed to know that a weapon is a weapon. It's not a toy. It's not an expression of your frustration or anger. They teach them in basic training how to deal with your emotions, how to suck it up when someone's yelling at you, how not to be so sensitive because somebody said something you didn't like. You grow tough skin and you learn how to survive because the enemy out there, the enemy you're not seeing on TV, doesn't care about your feelings. They don't care about your religious beliefs. They care about one thing, controlling you. So we learn that weapons are not toys. They're weapons. They're used to kill people, to kill an enemy. That's the whole purpose of a weapon to protect yourself and kill your enemies when your life is threatened. So if you take that same fact and you start teaching your kids from a young age the proper uses of a firearm, what I mean young age, I mean eight, nine, 10 years old, you teach them from a younger age 
the proper uses of a firearm that this is not a toy and teach them to accept de a defeat as it did you do your best if you did your best and you lost that's okay that's life sometimes you just don't win and that's okay as long as you did your best if you teach them that everybody's a winner by giving everybody a participation trophy you're raising someone that's probably going to blow up and start shooting people up the reason why this stuff happens is a result of direct ignorance is intentional ignorance people can go out there and learn about firearms and see that they are tools just like a shovel they're tools just like a knife I mean, you don't cut your, your you don't cut your steak for those of you who are eaters of meat. You don't cut your steak with a spoon. You use a knife. It's a tool to achieve what you're trying to do. Guns are just tools. Use them as a tool for your protection. And I'm confident that if we arm more Americans, if more people will stand up for the Second Amendment, you will stop becoming victims. The victim, the level of gun violence was significantly increased. Do you think, honestly, like, think about this. If you're in a restaurant that's called Shooters, and everyone in that restaurant, for the most part, is known to carry. Let's say there's, there's like 80 guys, or there's 80 people in there, 80 couples, whatever, 80 people. Out of those 80 people, about 65 of them are carrying. And they're known to carry. They're members of the NRA, whatever the case may be. If you go to that club or you go to that bar or you go to that restaurant, do you really think that somebody who intends to rob you is going to come into that bar or that place? Nah. Because if they put a gun to your head, chances are there's going to be bullets in theirs. Because other people are paying attention. I'm telling you, people who carry have a great sense of awareness that's just the training that comes in actually using a firearm. When you use a firearm and you practice with it and you pay attention uh, to how to properly execute uh, um, squeezing your trigger and uh, uh, hitting your target, you're not trying to act invincible. It's the ignorant people who know nothing about guns other than that they make a boom when you squeeze the trigger. Those are the guys out there sitting there and try to use control and violate. They don't have a good sense of awareness. But the people who are real legitimate gun pros and know about guns and proper safety and proper uses of guns, those individuals have a great sense of awareness. You're not sneaking up on them. They're looking left, they're looking right. Veterans too. I can't walk into a place without paying attention to everyone in it. It's just training. Those are the most safe environments to be in because people are paying attention to what's going on around them. Therefore, they are not being a victim. You can't sneak upon them because they're aware of their surroundings. But the people living in this rainbow bliss where nobody has guns and guns are bad and I don't care about guns and I don't like guns and I want guns off the street, those are going to be the individuals crying and saying, oh my gosh, he took everything from me. He took everything from me. He put a gun to my face. This is why we need gun control. But what if you had a gun? What if you were in an area where people were known to carry? Do you think that would have happened then? Don't let these politicians scare you into thinking that gun control is a good thing. It's not. It only affects good law-abiding citizens. And it increases your likelihood of becoming a victim. Because gangsters who have guns don't care what the laws are. They're always going to have guns. 
regardless if there's a life sentence attached to them. There's these things called cop killers. They're bullets that pierce armor. Every one of those bullets is, I think it's a life sentence. It's like a, a, like 15 years for every bullet that you're, you're caught in possession of. People still have them. They don't care. People are going to do what they're going to do regardless of what the laws are. But they're less likely to do it if they know you're carrying. Because it's too much of a risk for them. Stand up for your rights or you're going to lose them. Don't let the government or any pastors or anyone out there trying to tell you that guns are bad. Because I know the scriptures say, he who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. That's if you put your faith in your guns. But if you want to sit there and go into the scriptures about that, there are countless prophets and, and people who were in favor of God who killed lots of people. It wasn't until they murdered in cold blood that was when they were looking back. It's not about putting your faith in your gun. It's about having a tool to protect yourself. There's no sin in protecting yourself. Not one. So I encourage each one of you guys, don't fall for it. Gun control is controlling your ability to get a gun. It's not hurting crime. I'm telling you, it's not hurting the gangsters out there who are going to have guns regardless. They're going to do them. They're going to be who they are. They're going to continue on the path that they want to be on regardless of what the laws are. So don't you fall forward. Do your research. Pick up a firearm and learn how to use it properly. Get yourself some rubber ammunition and shotguns. Get yourself some beanbags and shotguns. Get those shotguns for safety in your house and also get lethal arm uh, uh, ammo so you can protect your family if it comes to that. Because nobody will protect your family the way you can if you put yourself in the right position. Thank you so much once again for spending time on Real Talk with RJ. Signing out.